Garfield et Jeffin Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fitted Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo. And I'm Jeremy Deschner. That's right. And as you fine folks know, Got Fitted Japan is about two dudes, booze. Japan and the news. That's right. And Faders, actually today we have some very special news. Some very, very special news because we have an amazing guest on the show today. Today we are very very grateful to have the one, the only, the Terry Monroe on the show. Woo! The Terry Monroe! <laughs> Terry, yeah. welcome to the show. How you going, guys? Great to be on. Thank you very much for inviting me along to uh, share my story. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I mean, you've got a big story to tell. When I say big, I mean about a story that's like 409 pounds big. <laughs> well, correct. You know, it's, it's, it's a smaller story now. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's larger than life. I was literally double the size or more than double the size. But, uh, yeah, big story. Awesome. All right, great. And actually, we would love for you to tell your story. Absolutely. That's why I'm here. I want to uh, share the love. There's plenty of love still to go around. I'm a lot smaller than I used to be. But uh, firstly, a bit of a, a uh, disclaimer. I'm not a health professional, so you should not listen to anything health-wise from me. This is basically my story of um, how I've lost uh, 220 pounds, 100 kilos in uh, just under two years. And that was done naturally. I had uh, no surgery. I didn't do um, no surgery, no um, shakes, um, had uh, no keto, no intermittent fasting, just a healthy diet and um, exercise and didn't even exercise too much. And best bit ever, I actually still have ice cream every night and still lose weight. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Gotta live, can't live without ice cream. Ice cream is awesome. And meat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> God, you gotta have meat. I love my meat. I eat... Yeah. Um, chicken and um i just had a whole heap of some kangaroo tonight actually um yeah a bit of, bit of uh, skippy for my australian fans skippy was uh like uh, australia's uh, version of flipper where oh, okay. a young young boy looks after a uh, a little orphaned kangaroo but yeah so he's he's well known australia skippy and um he's on our uh, coat of arms and um i ate some of him tonight it's awesome Okay, uh, just so we, we can stay on the right footing in, with you, Terry, what, what, are, what are your pronouns, man? <laughs> what, do we say, like, <laughs> what do we say when you are, uh, when you're a much larger person? Do we, we don't want to use the F. Oh, right. Um, but, uh, yeah, look, uh, larger than life, I suppose. I've always been a bit larger than life. But, um, yeah, look, I know it's a big guy, but, um, you know, I'm sure you can, I'm sure all adults here, you can say the F word sometimes. That's fat, not the other F word. But, uh, yeah. You know, look. Um, of course, we don't want to offend. We love you to death. <laughs> not a problem. Not a problem. Yeah. 
So what would you like to know? I want to know everything, Terry. So could oh, you tell okay. us your story? Like, how did this start? Like, were you naturally a kind of a bigger guy and then you just decided to lose weight or were you thin and then you kind of ballooned up? Like, well, yeah, all of the above. Um, in high school, I was a, yeah, a bit, bit chubby, but nothing, nothing major. Um, when I left school, went to, went to um, work, you know, I just put on the weight because I wasn't as exercising as much because, you know, uh, you're no longer at school. Um, I basically just gained weight over the years. I was a wedding photographer for a while and uh, got to the point back in 2000, so 20 years ago, I'd reached 143.7 kilos. No idea what that is in pound. And um, a lot. A lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, there you go. Close to Homer Simpson, basically, when he hit mm. 300 pounds. So, yeah. So, yeah, actually, it wouldn't be, uh, it's 2.2. So, yeah, we'd be right on the 300 pound. And um, decided that I, you know, I obviously needed to change my life and uh, went on the old uh, Weight Watchers back then, went on the points plan and um, ate healthy. But I realized now looking back that uh, what I was doing there was um, unsustainable. Like uh, during the daytime, I'd, I'd eat really healthy. I went to a walk in the morning. I did swimming at lunchtime during work in my lunch break. And then I would actually exercise at night at a gym or, or um, do some more laps that night. So I was, the, the exercise was unsustainable. Um, that was B BC before children. So um, obviously uh, I ended up losing uh, 54 kilos in 60 weeks and I was actually named the, um, the joint winner for Australian Male Weight Watch of the Year. So that was uh, pretty awesome in 2002. Uh, then um, obviously I let life get in the way and um, I don't think I ha was uh, educated as much as um, I am now and um, basically went into old habits uh, like, you know, most people who put on weight, they tend to, you know, gain it back and a lot more. And uh, speaking of a lot more, I ballooned from uh, 90 kilos, which was the lightest I was in 2002, um, right up to, I went from 90 kilos up to 185.5 over the next uh, 16 years. So um, that's double the size plus some more. So I reached 409 pound, which is 185.5 kilos in 2018. Now, I never actually had a, a, like a defining moment. There was no health scare. I was not diagnosed by a, a doctor as being, you know, diabetic. I had no heart issues. Uh, considering I was, you know, so huge um, and obviously unhealthy, um, there was no screaming um, medical issue as such. Um, and, and obviously I, I just sort of knew that, um, you know, oh, I, I know for a fact there was many times I thought, you know, effort, I don't care, I'm fat and I'll just accept it. There was many times I, I know where I've actually accepted that. But just one day I just realised that, you know, I'm slowly killing myself and, you know, it was time to do something about it. And so... I um, did a did a Google like my, most IT nerds and um, uh, basically found out about high protein and low GI um, diets as being very effective to lose weight. A um, bit more Google and I found um, the CSIRO total wellbeing diet. So for you um, uh, non-Australians, the CSIRO is um, Australia's um, Commonwealth uh, Science Laboratory effectively. Um, every day we're using their inventions. They um, invented Wi-Fi. So 
that's actually been um, created, discovered by Australian CSIRO. And um, they uh, had a diet, which uh, they designed the diet and um, was based on um, uh, science, not, you know, uh, keto slash slash whatever you want to, whatever diet you want to go look at. This is based on science, uh, proven, and um, it was focusing on uh, low GI and high protein. I did some more research in that and decided to join them um, without, you know, praising them for uh, everything. Um, it really was life-changing for me. Um, what I found with that compared to um, other diets, like I could not personally do keto. I enjoy sugar. I mean, who doesn't enjoy sugar? And, um, you know, the, their uh, methodology is um, everything, but in moderation. So obviously I can't eat, you know, a whole tub of ice cream. I could, but I'm not gonna lose weight. So what I found with them was that I can have everything. I can eat my bread. So I'm not going to, um, you know, go crazy because I can't eat carbs. I love carbs. So I, I have, um, you know, big serves of bread during the day and that keeps me going. And But it's basically, it, it's a bit of everything. It still has portion control. So you're not going crazy with it. And uh, look, I went from 185 kilos down to um, 85.5 kilos. I lost 100 kilos over two years. And um, the beauty with the, the, um, the high protein and the low GI is um, low GI doesn't give you the, the sugar spike and high protein keeps you feeling full for longer. So I was actually eating um, smaller meals most of the day and uh, not feeling hungry at all. And um, two pound a week, one kilo a week, lost consistently over two years. Um, obviously I had a few ups and downs, but you know, no big deal. That's just, that's just life. And um, you know, to give an idea of what I used to eat, my Lord, um, I'm, I'm surprised I didn't kill myself seriously because I was um, breakfast when I was working in the city, I was an IT nerd. So breakfast, I would actually have a, um, a bacon, egg and cheese roll followed up with a, a jumbo mocha, uh, obviously because, you know, coffee doesn't have sugar. I needed to have my sugar fix, so I'd have a mocha you know, for the extra flavour, and it had to be a jumbo. And of course, I'd add um, two sugars because I wasn't sweet enough already. Um, you know, I'd still want some morning tea. <laughs> Lunchtime would be, you know, that, that wonderful thing that um, a lot of people my size love, which was uh, KFC, or I'd get a burger, or I'd go downstairs to the cafe and have a, a huge pasta. Um, afternoon tea, of course, three o'clock, I was hungry again, because, you know, I'd only finished eating two hours ago, three hours ago, and I'd have to have a, a chocolate and a um, can of Coke or Pepsi was, was, uh, was my poison because I, I like Pepsi and um, a, a chocolate to wash it down. Then I'd come home and have whatever my, my wife made for dinner. And um, before, day, before bed, I would eat 20 uh, Jats. I don't know if you have Jats in America, like a Ritz cracker, oh, okay. like, like a Ritz, you know, a little, little cracker about that big. I would have 20 of those with um, like a, sleeve. a slab. Of, sorry, what was that? Well, they, in America, they come in a sleeve. That yeah, we, sleeve. we have Ritz, but yeah, Jats are better. Oh, Jats okay. Jats Australia. All yeah, right. Of course. Come Take on. your report. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so I used to have 20 of those with a slab of butter and Vegemite, because I'm Australian, you've got to have Vegemite, mm. followed up with a big slab of ice cream. And I'd do the same thing five days a week. It was Ooh. insane. I'm so envious. 
<laughs> I want that diet. Find me on that. <laughs> if you want to gain weight, I highly recommend it. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know, man. We're looking at the results here from his picture, like his before picture, and woo. That sounds good, but I don't know, man. If I, I don't know if like yeah, that's like yeah, no, that was um, that was not a good way to be. Um, I I I've actually got this written in front of me because I uh, I've been doing a lot of blogging, which is uh, my blog there. You'll see it um, healthjourney.net.au, and um, I would uh, this is actually the blogging was a very very important part of uh, my success. I I decided straight up that I, I wanted to be. Um, uh, accountable and um you know own this uh because you know like every guy who or every person that, that's had a weight problem i had tried so many times well yeah i didn't try i attempted i started to um you know eat healthy and do a bit of exercise and of course exercise doesn't actually help you lose weight it's good for your health but your diet you, you need to control your eating and like everybody who's had a weight problem i you know tried multiple times, multiple times, and would just lose interest, didn't find what was sustainable to me. <clears throat> uh, and so um, as part of my moving forward on uh, my health journey, which is what I call the blog, um, I decided to uh, make a list of uh, how, I, how I was um, two years ago to how I am today. And um, I'll just read something because it's just, there, there's so many changes in my life, I, I really need to, to go through them. Um, Terry, hold on one second before you start that. I want to yeah, yeah. take a, I want to take a second for our fans and our friends who who are listening now, who are not in Japan, not in Europe, who don't use the imperial system, who don't use the metric system, <laughs> and kind of give them a bit of perspective on all these numbers we're throwing around. Sorry. So, a bit of perspective on that. When he says like 140 kilos, you're talking about a mid-level sumo wrestler. Is that fair enough to say? I would assume so, yeah. Yeah, and then like for 90 kilos, you're looking at someone like John Jones, the UFC champion, like a light heavyweight. That's so how much I gained. Yeah. Actually, so I gained when, more than that, yeah. So when I he says he miles. lost 100 kilograms, he lost more than a heavyweight UFC fighter. 220 pounds. Right, more than a UFC heavyweight fighter. So I just wanted to put that in perspective for our fans out there to see that he didn't just lose like a like a, a little high school girl, you know, <laughs> Japanese sized girl. He lost an entire giant Super man <laughs> worth of weight. Yeah. Well, I'm okay, go, 80, go ahead. I want I'm, to just, 80, I just, I'm 85.5 kilos and I lost 100. So I've lost me, which is an average sort of size human male who's just under six feet, 5'11". I've lost me plus another seventh of me, roughly. Wow. Yeah. So I've lost a shitload. Yeah. If you can <laughs> imagine a giant, a giant, like a UFC fighter, a heavyweight, that's what he's lost. And what, what's amazing is, and it still blows my mind, is um, that's the equivalent of me carrying that person on me, on my shoulders, piggyback, whatever the terminology, 24 hours, seven days a week. Imagine me just imagine just holding another person on you constantly, twenty four seven. That's what I was doing. Like it's no wonder I was I was out of breath just sitting there at my desk. I would have a fan just to keep me cool because my body was running so hot because of all my size. I want to ask you a question about your mental health at that time. I'm not saying you had a bad mental health, but obviously having that much weight would give you a, a poor or a negative. Uh, self 
opinion. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Also, also, you might feel like a failure. Like, what, what were you going through when you were that big yeah. of a person? Absolutely nailed, nailed all of that. Like, it, it plays on your mind constantly. You, you, you don't want to think about it, but you realize that people are looking at you because you're so big. It's the same as any um, uh, disability or if you've got, you know, um, something on your face or, or whatever, any, anything. I don't know if disability is the right, right thing, but, it, but if you look different to mm-hmm. the vast majority of people, you're going to bring attention to yourself. It's just human nature. Kids are going to look at you because they don't have a filter. So you can see it and, and you know, it's just, it's constantly there. Um, Did you avoid mentally, doing things because you felt like you weren't good oh, enough or you felt like everyone was going to laugh at you? Did, how, how did that play in your life? Well, the, the biggest thing was um, I was in the background all the time. Like I'm, I'm a very much a, an out, an out there person. Like I, 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 yeah, I did a blog to tell everyone my journey. So I'm obviously not shy, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm very talkative. Um, I, I share probably way too much. People <laughs> say a lot of times. Um, I suppose uh, even though I'm I'm a very outgoing person, I still, um, you know, I'd be the guy that would make uh, fat jokes about myself so that other people wouldn't. Self-deprecating. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get get that joke in first. Get that zinger in first. They can't then, hurt me if I hurt myself. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, but but other mental things was. You know, I was constantly, I wouldn't say anxiety because I know anxiety is uh, to the next level, but I was constantly worried about fitting into a chair or breaking them. But when mm. you're sitting on a chair, you, you obviously think, would this chair hold me, my size now, mm. and another person on top? Probably not. Well, that was my size. I was two people in one squeezing into a little chair. So I was constantly worried about that. Now, I would actually take a seat with me when I go and visit family and friends so that I'd have my own chair. So I wouldn't break theirs. And I actually had, it was, Oh yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I had one that's, um, was rated to 200 kilos cost me you know, a lot of money because I knew that I could sit in that. I didn't, I had no idea how heavy I was because the scales right. don't go that size. I had to buy a new set of the scales mm. before I started the diet because the scales stop at 108 kilos and it said, Oh, well, which I assume is overload. That's pretty messed up when your scales say one person at a time, please. <laughs> but oh, that's what man. it was. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so, so how has your mental how has your mental health changed two years <laughs> after the fact? After you've lost your weight, I'm sure there's scars. There, it doesn't just magically get better. How do you feel now about yourself? And how do you oh, feel? Oh, I, about- I feel absolutely phenomenal. I, I, not really a scar, but but something that I still do. Like because of my size, I used to have to. Um, consciously park uh, as close as possible to the shopping center because mm-hmm. you know I, I couldn't walk that far mm-hmm. but also i had to make sure i had enough space in the door to hop out between me and the car so i'd purposely park over to the left because australia has right hand drive so i'd actually right. park close to the other car making it difficult for them so that i had enough space on my side to actually hop out and close the door and i still do that today because it's been in my it's been, and this, this is, you know, I've been a healthy weight for probably nine months now, mm-hmm. probably even, even more when I was healthy, but, you know, at my lowest, that was um, July this year. Uh, I still leave space on the right-hand side just because I've done it for so long. I've had to plan so long because of my size. That, wow, you know, it's just... PTSD. 
Well, so, yeah, to a, to a point, I've had, you know, it's not really PTSD when you compare it to other mm-hmm. things, but it's just something that's in your mind mm-hmm. that you've, you've changed your lifestyle so much that, um, yeah, you, you fit that in. I, I fit that in. I, I was never in photos, e- even though I was a photographer. I was a photographer for many years. Yeah. It's actually quite hard for me to find photos. So I've sent you guys some photos that you can hopefully put up over later on. To, to show um, you know, the steady weight gain over the years. And but the biggest thing mentally was I missed all this stuff with my kids. Because, mm. you know, I didn't want to get laughed at or looked at or, you know, um, one of the biggest things um, for me for a goal, because that obviously you need to set goals, was, was um, uh, going on a, um, uh, what do you call it, a water slide. I hadn't done right. that with my kids. Like, that's just something that people do. And something that really hit me um, summertime this year during during COVID, um, Brisbane uh, was really lucky in that we never got hit really bad. We were never in a big lockdown, but we had um, you know restrictions, etc. But um, we would go to the park on an afternoon because I was working from home, so we go to the park, and I just realised how awesome it was. I'm actually kicking a ball with my son. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that's insane when you think about that. Something as normal as kicking a ball. It was mm-hmm. something I never did. You know, you'd, you'd kick the ball, you'd get them to bring it to you type thing, treating you mm-hmm. like a dog. Yeah, well, right. you get that formula. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, Jesus, I'm actually kicking a ball and, and running and, you know, all this sort of stuff. And it just it doesn't twig that you've missed so much basic stuff. And for what? older people, grandkids, etc. Sorry, sorry, Jeremy. Oh, sorry to interrupt you there on your no, point. No, no, you're but, right, uh, right. I don't want to get too personal, but what about your marriage? How, I think that things, <laughs> when your body size is that much different, without going, without getting too gross, <laughs> things must be. I'm not telling you right? about going to the toilet, mate. That's that's too personal. No, no, I don't, I'm not. I'm not asking you for super personal details, but I'm just asking you from your perspective: Did things oh, really I, change in in your marriage? Oh, abs- absolutely, absolutely, and um, yeah, I think it's a lot better now. But but actually, and this is really quite embarrassing, but. Talking about toileting, I was mm. worried about toileting. I'm deadly serious. I was worried there for a while that I would one day smash a toilet. And that's embarrassing. Yeah. I feel exactly. like that all the time. <laughs> yeah, but that's <laughs> after you have a big meal on meat or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the drinking right. and all that meat. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you get me onto all this sous vide all that stuff. But anyway. Uh, yeah. um, but, but yeah, I was actually literally worried that my size would cause me to smash a toilet. And I was worried that I'd cut arteries and die in a toilet. How messed up is that? That was my mind. Elvis did yeah. it. Well, <laughs> I've seen the Eminem film clip, so it must be true. Mm. I mean, but uh, yeah, yeah that, that stuff just, just plays on your mind. And uh, but, but, We yeah. shouldn't laugh, though. It's not funny. It's serious. Yeah. Well, I've got to laugh or I cry. Yeah, I understand, you but know, I, that's, I'm that's, so that's happy you're point. healthy now. I know, and and um, give our listeners a bit of a um, a bit of an insight. I uh, Jeremy and I met for a couple of days. I know that sounds very sus, doesn't it? But uh, we met work related in uh, Singapore, and uh, what a couple of days there, and we got on like a house on fire. And we're both oh, photographers, so I, I, my hobby's photography. And IT did it professionally, too. yeah, and IT nerds. So yeah, we got on like uh, you know we're good friends and. Uh, kept in touch after the job thing fell through yeah, yeah and, but... and amazingly too that um i was actually three months into my journey then so i was actually oh, okay. about 16 kilos roughly i met you when you look exactly like the picture behind you 
Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, that's the problem is when you're that big, it takes forever for people to notice you lose weight. Really? Oh, God, yeah. You can imagine. Like, if you look at some of my older photos, I was looking at them and, and um, you know, <clears throat> it's a terrible thing because uh, one thing that I've put in the Facebook groups is that um, your current weight, don't ever forget your current weight is someone else's goal weight. Oh, so even though I was 150 kilos, lost 30 kilos, I look at it and go, my God, I'm still so fat. But at mm. that time, I was absolutely ecstatic because I lost 30 kilos or 32 kilos or whatever it was. And, and you've, you've got to remember that, um, you know, that, that this journey takes so long. And if you've got a lot of weight to lose, and I'm talking, you know, if you've got 50 kilos or more, and there's a lot of people who do, there's no quick fix. It takes time and it will take months before people go like, are you actually losing weight? Because people mm -hmm. feel funny about asking if you're losing weight. They, they That's worry a sensitive subject for some people. Absolutely. Right? It's the old, it's the old joke. We go, Oh, when are you, when are you pregnant? And the woman says, I'm not. And you go, Oh, oh. Sorry, mom. Same, <laughs> same sort of thing. You know, you're losing weight and they, they've actually put on five kilos. So, you know, people are very, very funny about actually saying that. But, and also weird too, is that when, if I put on, um, you know, cause I'm in maintenance now and I put on, you know, I've got, uh, without, I'll talk about maintenance later, but you have like a, a window of, um, you know, two kilos above and two kilos below your, um, uh, your maintenance weight. I can feel it when I put on a kilo or two kilos and I know oh, that triggers me. Oh, hang on. I got to, you know, refocus by cutting back on some food or I've eaten too much sugar this week or whatever. Mm -hmm. And what I'm getting to there is in Australia, it's probably similar in America, uh, five kilos in America, that's 2.2 kilos. That is a pan size. So right. when you go up from a medium to larger, you know, 92 centimeter to 97 centimeter, that's actually quite a lot when you're that size. But when you're yeah. already 150 centimeter waist, you could probably put on 15 kilos before mm -hmm. you go up an extra five centimeters because the girth, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's exponential. It, 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 it's bigger. Mm. So, and, and speaking of the sizes, I was actually up to 157 centimeter waist. It's pretty big. Yes. Yeah. A, meter, a meter and a half. So that was pant size, 150 centimeters. I'm running from the teeth in 150 centimeters start again 157 centimeters which is a 62 inch waist Whoa. yeah yeah now in in um xl sizes mm -hmm. that uh is probably about a nine xl which in america is probably about a three xl sorry america for it <laughs> yeah. i've seen I, the I, simpsons episodes i can i can get you back but i don't punch down <laughs> oh, fair enough. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azubujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. 
That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, Got Fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right, Got Fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. It's you, Liquor. Hey, yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about $2,000 n each, about $20, bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is. T H E S P I L T I N K dot com. The spilled ink dot com. Proper. Are you at Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. At Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And they're worth so much more. These, are, these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're going to love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So, faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're gonna get your fade on, you gotta get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. 
This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Pomade, badass pomade. And let me tell you one thing, it comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Pomade. This stuff is a man's pomade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Pomade. Get your bait on in style. Proper. Uh, so in my shirt, I was a 9XL, Australian 9XL, mm-hmm. which is 142 centimeters, which is a 56-inch shirt. Right. Now, I've gone to a medium, so I can just go to any store. I can get a medium off-the-rack shirt. This, this Simpsons T-shirt, it's a large um, but I'm medium to large. I've gone from 142 centimeters down to a 95 centimeter, which right. was 56 inch down to 38 inch. Hmm. And with the pants, um, I was 157 centimeters, which is a 62 inch waist. I'm now hmm. down to 92 centimeters, which is a 36 inch waist. Right. So I'm I'm right in the that right in the middle of the the healthy, um, the healthy waistband. Yeah, under call. forty centimeter, under forty inches is is considered healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of my goals was to get under um, hundred centimeters, which I think is pretty close to forty inch. Yeah. Like that, that was one of my big goals because I, I, you know, as a nerd, you research and you know that okay, you're more at risk of diabetes and heart failure and all that right. sort of stuff once you reach the hundred centimeters. So my goal initially was to reach the hundred centimeters to get down to that. Okay, Jared, let's talk diet. Let's talk about what do you eat on a daily basis? You know, I work with fighters all the time and I see guys who drop not a hundred kilograms, but they drop like six kilograms, 10 kilograms in one day. And that's not a very healthy thing to do. So but it's probably have, not really healthy. Yeah. Exactly. You have to do that. You have to do that for the sport. And when you're younger, it's much, it's easier. And that's all, like you said about diet. So tell us Absolutely. about what you, what you eat on a daily basis. What's your diet like? Okay. So as I told you before that the food I ate was just, an amazing amount of unhealthy food um, without going into the CSIRO total wellbeing diet too much. Um, they have food groups. So you have your protein, um, you have your um, breads, which is your carbs, uh, low GI stuff is um, pasta. i uh, sorry. Your pasta is low GI. Basmati rice is low GI. Um, you've got your veggies, you've got your fruits, you've got your indulgences. There's probably another one which I can't just think off the top of my head. What about so, booze? Sorry, what was that? What about booze? Like alcohol? No, look, you, you can have it, absolutely. Absolutely, you can have it. But okay, once again, so, you guys got sorry. Cooper beers over there and everybody loves the Coopers. <laughs> sorry, to, actually, sorry to let you know this, but it's classed as indulgence. So you can have it, but you can't have too much. So in my enough. indulgence, in my indulgence, I choose ice cream. So I'd much rather stop down a bowl of ice cream than, than um, have alcohol. But yeah, like like you, you can have, it's broken up into three groups. So um, one of the good things about about the diet I, I was on, the total well-being one, is that um, I did what's called freestyling. So um, there's a couple of different plans to have. Some people follow the meal plans and they follow it to the letter. They have this particular bread, this particular thing. They have this, this breakfast, this lunch, and it's set out for them. That works for so many people. Me, I'm really fussy. So I do what we call freestyle, which means you make up your own. So um, what it would be is they would say uh, for, a, you know, there's, there's three plans as I was 185 kilos. Let's just say I was on the biggest plan. 
-hmm. So I was having, you know, the most protein, uh, the most carbs, um, you know, two indulgences rather than one indulgence. And an indulgence would be like, um, you know, a small beer or a one dip of alcohol or uh, 100 calories, basically. One indulgence is 100 calories. And being a big guy, I was allowed to have two of those. So I created my own meal plan, which was really good because it actually educated me or I educated myself in um, food and um, the, the health aspects of it and created my own food. So for, for breakfast, um, before maintenance, uh, breakfast um, would usually be a, um, a toasted sandwich. So I would have um, an egg. So I'd do like a, a poached egg or a, fry, a fried egg. And um, it would be with Vegemite, so I can do salt, a bit of flavour, and um, two sli a slice of cheese. So I do that as a toast. And because there's a lot of protein in the egg, there's protein in the bread, the bread's low GI, that would keep me going until lunchtime. Whereas before, mm -hmm. I was having, you know, white bread and, you know, the barbecue sauce and the bacon and the, and the coffee. So I'd feel hungry two hours later. Mm. So by having the high protein and the low GI, I actually wasn't feeling real hungry till like 11, 12 o'clock, which case I didn't have lunch. So um, lunch was usually for me some sort of protein. So I would have, you know, some sort of meat. Um, when I was at home, I might cook up some seafood, uh, but some sort of protein and some more carbs. So I would make a pasta. I'd do a lot of meal prep on the weekends. I might have um, pasta with, um, you know, some... Um, burger that I cut up. Now I'm going to have a kangaroo burger that I cook up on the weekend, cut that up, put it in there, have some tomato uh, soup, some big red tomato soup, uh, because that counts as a veggie. So I was getting veggies in, and that'd keep me going until the afternoon, where in case I'd have um, uh, almonds and um, fruit. So that would give the almonds would give me healthy fats. That's the other food group. So healthy fats. I would eat almonds and cashews. So you get your healthy fats, have my fruit. Um, which would be two serves of fruit, which would be two oranges, two apples, uh, 330 gram, uh, 300 grams of strawberries or whatever your fruit is. Dinner, um, I'd make my own, my, my wife, and um, uh, she sort of feeds the rest of the family. For the last two and a quarter years, I've been making my own dinners, which suits us both fine because she'll generally have some sort of um, carbs at night, you know, like mm -hmm. potatoes, because uh, potatoes don't count as a vegetable. They count as a, um, as a carb like a bread. So I wouldn't have that. I'd just have meat and um, some sort of veggies. There might be some uh, mushrooms and onion and some soup once again. And I make up my uh, huge uh, three point, uh, three kilo um, pumpkin and corn soup that I make every weekend. And that gives me seven nightly serves of this beautiful, beautiful soup. And I drink, I eat it every night. I've had it for like the last 12 months and I eat it every night. And it gives me a, a huge boost of veggies, uh, which is, of course, really good, um, you know, for, mm -hmm. you know. Um, veggies are good. For, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I hated veggies. <laughs> the veggies I had before was nothing. Mm. Literally nothing. The only veggies I had was maybe potato, which, of course, is classed as a bread. And that would either be fried. Sorry, yeah, it would be fried chips or mashed potato, which both are usually classes of indulgence. So I went from eating virtually zero veggies to eating probably three to four times what I was um, told to have. Like we would have two veggie units, for instance, and I'd be eating six, seven, eight serves of veggies. Because veggies on, on the CSIRO total wellbeing diet, they are free food. So you could eat a 
a bag. If you like peas, you could eat a bag of peas. You could eat a whole pumpkin or whatever. It's, um, yeah, it's all nutrition. It's yeah. all nutrition. If it's I saw not... you eating a whole pumpkin, I'd just laugh at you, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's getting that close to Halloween, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my pumpkin, my pumpkin soup actually has uh, one and a half kilos of pumpkin. That's a soup, days. though. If I saw you just gumming on a rind, I would laugh at you, man. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't eat just pumpkin. Across the street, man. That guy's weird. I had to cross it's across the street. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the the, the food is um, it's all healthy, and I, I still eat to my food unit limits. I, I uh, yeah, you got a question, Jeremy? Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you, like, um, is there anything that you miss having that you don't have anymore? Anything that you're like, man, I really want that. But you know, it's like a smoker. If you smoke that one cigarette, you're going to start smoking again. Do you have that sugar. kind of thing? Sugar. Sugar, sugar. Is, is still my uh, kryptonite, whatever you want to call it. It triggers me. It mm. still triggers me. I'm still a food addict. Oh, sugar is an addictive drug, basically. Oh, absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. You still eat ice cream, though, right? You said you have ice cream like almost every night. But I measure it. Oh, uh, you measure it. So it's all about measuring. How much ice Correct. cream do you eat every night? Well, I eat, at the moment, <laughs> at the moment, about 150 <laughs> calories. How much is so, that in ice cream? Well, see, this is why you choose the good ice cream. If okay. you get the if you get the really creamy stuff that's really high fat and really high sugar, you might only get eighty grams, which would be two scoop, one scoop sort of oh, thing, mm -hmm. right? Not a lot, right? But um, you know, there's a, a gelati place that's close where I live, and they make like a low fat, um, low sugar um, gelati, and they mm. taste beautiful. And they've yeah, you know, they'll have that um, you know, some sort of artificial sweetener, but I can have half a tub. For half a uh, 400 grams, so I might get 150 grams. So I can basically have double uh, mm. normal ice cream and it still fits in with the calories, if that makes sense. Even okay. though on the total well-being diet, you don't count calories, you count food units to make it easier. Mm. I know that I, at the moment, on my maintenance, I can eat more than I was when I was losing weight. So instead of having 100 calories of ice cream, I'll have 150 calories of ice cream. However, I am, I, I am, I fall back on Thursdays at work. I've just started mm -hmm. a new job and the new job is, is great. However, because they're wonderful, they actually have biscuits on, uh, you call mm. them biscuits over there? Not, not crackers, cookies. cookies. Yeah. Yeah. But sweet ones. Are they called cookies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But ones with Sugar cream, cookies. ones with cream, like cookies as well. Oreos. Yeah. yeah, but is that, is that a cookie? It's a uh, Oreo's a cookie. cookie. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I yeah, love Oreos. So, so Australia, they're called biscuits, but these are the cream ones. So an Oreo, for instance. So I have those you know what, Tam Tam? Tim Tam. Ima yeah, that's what I said. Um, imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine that without chocolate on top. It's just, it's just a cookie and the cream. We have Oreos. Yeah, yeah, we have Oreos. Okay. Most We're civilized. We are civilized. Yeah. <laughs> we Vegemite, but anyway. Okay. I love um, Oreo. I love Oreos so much. My wife's name is Aurea. <laughs> oh, love it. Oh, I've got a joke, but I won't because I'm trying to keep this GMPG right. I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Oreo joke, uh, that could be pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Woo. Um, so we have cream cookies. And look, I try to have one, but I'll have two or three and i know and i still have ice cream that night 
And I actually pay for a little bit at the end of the week. I will go up a little bit. Might only go up a couple hundred grams, but when I'm trying to keep in my, um, you know, my maintenance thing, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like that cigarette, course, be careful. Correct. No, it's, correct. It's a cigarette. If you have that one cigarette, you're, you're back on that road again, man. You got to just say, I'm not going to have that cigarette. I know, but well, yeah, see, I've got to live with that. See, I, I'll talk to my dietitian. I've got to, I've got to learn to have yeah, I'm it. not a doctor. Yeah. Just say <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wouldn't that be easy just to say no? And yeah. that's, that's the thing is um, I don't know the heroin. Well, that's a different story. <laughs> I don't think I could actually say I will never have ice cream again. Mm. You know what I mean? That could never I would, I would rather have my 150 calories, whatever yeah. serving that is, each night and know that I'll maintain weight. So for me, it's it's mental, it's mind over matter. I need mm-hmm. to just go, <clears throat> excuse me, I need to go, no, I'm not going to have that. <laughs> Jesus, that's difficult because we are completely triggered by sugar and fat because it tastes awesome. Yeah, so it's I, in everything. Yeah, I don't usually eat a lot of fat. Um, I eat a lot of protein. I eat more protein than most people would. But I know from um, two years of doing this that my body can eat more protein. So that's that's more chicken, more beef, more um, fish, more um, uh, you know seafood. And I don't put on weight as long as I don't go crazy. And thanks to you, Jeremy, once again <laughs> for putting me onto cooking my sous vide steak, which I have once a week, and my family loves. I'm yeah. also now addicted to pork ribs, which I think was also you or someone at yeah. work. I don't and know who to smoking. Yeah, some bastard put me onto those. Yeah. And um, I love them. And but the thing is, I go to a restaurant to have that and I go, oh, I'll just have the the um, you know, the dessert. And yeah. look, it's beautiful. But if I'm doing it every week, I'm going to put on weight. I do yeah, but also, I, th- I think cooking at home is better than a restaurant, right? Correct. However, some of these ribs are just divine. I had some poutine for the first time and that was just divine. And yes, would I normally eat hot fries smothered in gravy, smothered with bacon and cheese? Oh, you're making me hungry. Stop it. This podcast is officially over. I'm going to the kitchen. I'm calling Uber Eats. I'm done. Ice cream and poutine. No way in the world I would have done that. And, um, but, you know, I did it and uh, yeah, I put on weight that week. But, you know, I know that next week I need to cut back. And that, that's one of the keys. And uh, one, of, one of the key tips I've got for people mm-hmm. is consistency. Consistency okay. is critical and consistency is king. If you have one bad meal, you're not going to put on weight because it's one out of, okay, if you eat six, day, six times a day, 42. One meal out of 40. I eat six times a day, Jerry. Oh, just a big surprise. <laughs> I, like, I don't have that much now? time, man. <laughs> I got other oh, things I like to do during the day, like read and watch TV. <laughs> well, it's small meals. But yeah, if you have one meal out of 42 or yeah. whatever, you're not going to put on weight. But if you have that extra ice cream every day, that's going to be a problem. So your consistency will get you through. And sure, one if you're on weight loss journey still, you might not lose the 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 amount you wanted to that week. Whether it be a kilo or two hundred grams or five hundred grams or you know whatever that magical weight that America uses, mm-hmm. you know you might not reach that. But it's not the end of the world because at the end of the day, it's it's over time. And there were weeks where I gained weight, 
there uh-huh. were weeks when I plateaued. Fall back, but, right? Correct. Yeah, there were weeks I plateaued. I didn't lose anything. There were weeks mm-hmm. I gained weight. But the majority of the time, when I was really good, I would actually lose weight. And over the time, you can see that I lost basically a kilo a week or mm-hmm. two pounds a week over that time. But there were times where I was, my mind was going crazy because those scales, those freaking numbers on the scales didn't go down. And that's so freaking frustrating. But now I look at it and go, you know what? That's just part of the journey. And it's amazing. Like I'm still in the CSIRO total wellbeing diet Facebook group and constantly people go, Oh, I'm so disappointed. I'm so angry that, you know, I, I, I did my diet. I did my exercise and I only lost 200 grams or I only lost 500 grams. Well, you've got to remember that you're not going to have a big loss every week. Yes. You'll lose weight at the start, but that's because your body is used to, you know, having so much food and you lose water and all the rest of it. So your first week you'll lose more weight. I lost four kilos the first week, four mm-hmm. kilos. I said eight pounds, nearly nine pounds in one week. A lot. In, yeah. In, in week three, I'm bitching in my blog that I worked my ring off and only lost 200 grams. I think Imagine, Johnny has a, has a question. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, actually you answered it. <laughs> <laughs> what did I answer? Did I, did I do a good job? Questions before I ask them. <laughs> oh, okay. I know I do get a question. Okay. You're a pretty slim guy. Are you currently losing weight now or are you just maintaining your current weight? Maintaining. So when you hit maintenance, um, I uh, have been speaking to my dietitian with the CSIRO total wellbeing diet. And she's been uh, my dietitian for, oh, shit, 18 months, something like that, nearly 20 months. And she's great because um, she looks at it clinically but she also looks at things emotionally. So she'll ask me how I am emotionally. Smart. Oh yeah. And, and that's the beauty is, is that, um, and I don't know if America and Japan are similar, but a dietitian is very different to a nutritionist. A mm-hmm. nutritionist might be say a two year um, uh, university course, whereas a dietitian might be a three year. So they're, 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 you know, it's like um, an entry level nurse and a higher level nurse or doctor right. specialist type thing. Blue belt, so, black belt, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I like, I like that reference. I, I got it now. Now I got it. There you go. I know judo. That's it. Is it? Click. Just click. Don't, don't. Got it. I've watched Hong Kong fully. Yeah. Well. Sorry, only Jeremy gets that because he's the only old one like me. Yeah, I get Hong Kong fully. It's. Oh, I got started. <laughs> I love that. that was um, episode four or something? I forgot. I got faded Japan. Yeah. Five sixty six, man. Five sixty six. Come on, Jeremy. You've only done six hundred odd. Get with the program mate. oh these so, guys have done it i've just come around recently yeah you're the newbie yeah these yeah. guys on the own it and it's all theirs um i wanted to ask you uh, to say something say something to the little kid who's sitting at home thinking i'm fat i'm worthless uh, oh. i can't lose weight you know this guy you know nobody at school likes me what do you say to a little kid like that who's struggling with his weight like a younger person god i don't even know where to start mate um so uh, if you try to go, okay, this is a very difficult one. Um, both my kids are at a healthy weight range, so I haven't actually had to um, address this personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see kids and I, oh, my heart goes out because you look at them and, and you think the, the parents don't understand nutrition, which I didn't. 
Right. I was 51 and a half and I was 185 kilos, 409 pounds. And I had no idea on nutrition and I was over half a century old. So it's right. common. Most people don't get it. They don't um, teach it in school. Correct. Well, they do, but look, there's so many factors. I've watched so many documentaries about it and you've got mm -hmm. society and we're hard coded in our DNA to, you know, to eat the sugar and the fat to have that weight for when, you know, we're in our starvation mode from millions of years ago, all that sort of stuff. So it's, it's complex. Um, but I, it really gets down to education and what can you do? I mean, I've seen documentaries in America where, you know, the, 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 the schools that, um, feed the kids their breakfasts and lunches. Like that's mm -hmm. unheard of in Australia. Right. But over there, it, you know, here it is. And, oh, by the way, you've got KFC and Pizza Hut are our sponsors. So that's your lunch. What the hell can you do? Mm. Um, what would I say if, well, now that I'm educated and I know I've, I'm trying to get my um, eldest son who um, is intelligent, you know, he's 17 and I'm getting him to eat healthy. Yeah, he's sure he's junk food, but look, he's, he's underweight possibly a little bit but that's still in the healthy range, but he can eat and he doesn't put on weight. I hate people like that. Anyway, now. Yeah. Called being young, man. Yeah, now, what's your 50? Exactly. Um, yeah. Look, I, I don't know what the answer is. Uh, it's education. How do you educate parents when, you know, um, Australia's the same. Healthy food is expensive compared to junk food. Mm. What do you do? Um, how do you, if I was to talk to the child, well, firstly, you can't really put a kid on a diet. Well, you shouldn't. Yeah. That's one of the, the total well-being diet things is um, kids don't go on it. It's simple as that. You know, you, you, you could, um, and I don't know whether that's a legal thing, like a dietitian can't, I don't know. But I, I know guess that because they, they're still they growing, right? And they need all that nutrition. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. But, but personally, what would I say? Um, I would try and lead by example. I'm trying to do that with my kids to, to show them that, you know, my, my eldest looks at the food I eat and he's just like, oh my God, look at this food. Like I cooked up some beautiful, um, um, not slow cooked, but uh, some chicken with salt, pepper, garlic. Thank you, Jeremy, for that little tip. Salt, pepper, garlic. Simple as my, best, man. <laughs> it is. Um, and uh, some chicken thighs that are cooked in the smoker and yeah. Yeah, they taste divine and they're so healthy because they're not deep fried. It's smoked. Mm. And I and he Jack loves them. And my my youngest, I gave him some kangaroo. I didn't tell him it was kangaroo. I just said it's steak because it's a kangaroo steak, you see. Ah, so I got, Boink. Oh yeah. Kangaroo, if you don't know, is one of the healthiest meats you can get. It's two it's less than two percent fat compared mm. to beef being 10-15% fat. It's so lean you can overcook it really easily. So anyway, I cooked it the same as my chicken and it came pre-marinated with some you know, herb and garlic. And I just said to my youngest, I said, have some of this, mate. So it's, uh, it's safe. And he goes, okay, try it. He goes, that's actually really quite nice. So I gave him about three or four pieces. So I knew if I told him it was kangaroo, there's no way in the world he would even consider that because it's on our coat of arms. He said, is that illegal, Dad? Because it's on Australia's coat of arms. <laughs> it's above our parliament house. Yeah. It's like it'd be like you guys eating your uh, a bald eagle in America. <laughs> Is it legal to eat kangaroo? Absolutely. I mean, they're, yeah, yeah. They're farmed. They're farmed. Yeah. You could get it here in Japan as well. You can order it. Are you well, sure? You can, yeah, yeah, I order it sometimes, like twice a year. I order it and make some oh. kangaroo stew. Considering you can get whale over there, but let's not go down that track. Yeah. <laughs> you might have edit that out. Right, I got <laughs> you might want to edit that about out. whales. <laughs> uh, 
Boom. I had a joke this weekend about that. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of them, but you have a lot of Japanese listeners. But we love you, Japan. We sure. love Got Faded as well. You've um, been to Japan. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Absolutely. Not. Sorry, what? You've been to Japan. No, no, I want to go to Japan. I'm going to say Jeremy's house, but apparently it's only a one bedroom. Oh, so you've no. never been to Japan before? No, I've been, been to Singapore, but we were going to go to Japan, but, you know, COVID and all that sort of stuff. But, yeah, hopefully okay. next few years we will actually go and squat in Jeremy's garage for a little bit. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a one bedroom. Just want to point that out. <laughs> I'm sleeping. My boys would love your man cave, mate. That looks awesome. I know. I gotta anyway, so I gave gave the kangaroo, and I didn't tell this kangaroo. And I said, "What do you think of that?" He goes, "That's really nice, Dad." And yeah, I gave him about four or five pieces. And I, he said, "Would you eat that again?" He goes, "Yeah, that's really quite nice. I'll cook some up for you, mate." I said, "You like it's kangaroo?" And he goes, "What?" I said, "It's kangaroo." He goes, "He just gave me a look like, what are you talking about?" I said, it's kangaroo. This is why you need to try things, bud, because that was really, really yummy. And he had to know time it's really healthy for him too, because you know he's 10, so he, oh, sorry, he's 12. He wants to live on um, two-minute noodles or ramen. Got to expand that palate. This is how I got you into stuff too, because I was exactly. like, you got to try, you can't overcook steaks. You got to try salt, pepper, vinegar. You don't need all this fancy garbage. Salt, pepper, vinegar? No, salt, oh, sorry. pepper, garlic. That's what I said. Get it salt, right, pepper. Jeremy. That's what I said. Pay attention. That's what you meant to hear. <laughs> salt, pepper, Garlic. garlic yeah those are the things that just a simple way to cook a thing you know like a steak or something like that sous vide cook it for two hours two and a half hours and i have yeah. it every every week and the kids <laughs> really? love it absolutely yeah. and, and i've got the cob cooker which we do now and i have that every night as cooking and it's just absolutely beautiful i gotta Can get I you out to the little... hot peppers next no chance mate um, as a <laughs> proud aussie barbecue yeah. sauce can be expensive it can be a bit um spicy for us yeah so barbecue sauce. too and you also, oh, you do, if you cook your meat correctly, you don't need any sauce. Correct. Correct. We don't yeah. have gravy on it. And mm, my, you don't need it. The, the, um, I cooked uh, the bassa fish. That's bass is just like a cheap, cheap fish. I do I that know what a bass is. I'm from Texas. B-A-S-A. This is. Oh, anyway, bassa. Okay. Bassa, bassa fish. Yeah, yeah. That is the nicest with cherry smoke. It's got a right, really, okay. really sweet flavor and it's so beautiful and it falls apart. Squished. Right, guys, I want to tell you about my physical changes because I've actually okay. written some of these down. Okay. So um, in, in your post-production, stick up the photo of me where I'm fat and I, and I um, shrink. It's an animated GIF and I go to the skinny person, to my now. And my son actually pointed out that you can see my ears. So I don't know if you can zoom in on the photo behind me. But you can't see any photo, you can't see any ears. My mm. my face is so fat, I don't actually have ears. And look, <laughs> I've actually got I've actually got ears. And when you ever look at that animated gif, it's quite funny. It's just like as my face shrinks, I grow ears come out to the side. It's pretty funny. My God, your face ate your ears. It's <laughs> so fat. Like, isn't that insane? It's so insane. I was so fat. I couldn't see my ears. And my 12-year-old pointed that out. I never I noticed. see my ears. <laughs> try to look at your ear. <laughs> I went down from a D cup to an A cup. I've still got some. It's only an A cup now. And hey. I'm down only one chin. And that one chin, this is really hard to, to um, explain, but it's really hard for me to shave now. So when I had the really round face... It was really quite easy to shave because there was no like I've got a jawline now. Like that's actually a right angle jaw. It was actually much easier to shave. 
Whereas now, because I've got a jawline and, you know, only the one chin, it's actually much harder to, to, to shave. Uh, I now find myself um, mesmerized by my feet. I know that sounds funny, but I never used to be able to see my feet. Or you don't what are see those? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. But now, because I've got no massive gut, I can see my feet. When I lie down in bed, I can feel my rib cage. You can actually see and feel my rib cage, and I can feel like that. Is that your sternum? The bit that's the right in the center? Is that your sternum? Color plexus. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, it's where you smash somebody in judo. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can actually, that actually sticks out and you can actually feel it. And because I've lost so much fat, I actually get cold really easily. Like I'll be at work two years ago or three years ago, I would actually have a fan on me blowing air to keep me cool so that I, because I was um, overheating just from living. I was that fat. I was overheated just from living. And now I get cold, so I need to wear a jacket. Uh, during during winter time, inside inside work, I would have um, thermal underwear, you know, like a thermal and a long sleeve shirt and long a jumper, and yeah, long johns and another jump on top of that at the desk. Whereas two years ago, I'd have a fan on me. That's just insane. I can actually see and feel my collarbones. I've actually got collarbones now. That's insane to me. And all, the, all those little things like, I no longer need to, I no longer use also just walking 10 meters up a flight of stairs. Yes. Terry, I got a question. Um, you went from a very large person to kind of like now a slender person. Average and, time, um, yeah. When that happened, I'm sure there's like tons of excess skin, you know? And it, I'm sure you've seen that, um, the Awesome Powers movie with the guy, his name was Fat <laughs> Bastard, right? Yeah, I love Fat Bastard, he's great. Yeah, give me yeah, my baby, good. give me my baby. Yeah, right. But when when he lost all the weight and stuff, he had like all that loose skin that was kind of hanging down and sagging and stuff. Did you experience a similar situation? I've, I've that? got some, but it's not much. Like I got a little bit of bing. We call them bingo wings in Australia. You call them bingo. bingo wings? <laughs> As in, you play bingo and and yeah, bingo and your wing flaps under there, or um, yeah, tuck shop wings we call them as well. So I've got Australia's a bit got a cool words for everything. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Well, yeah, I won't say that one. Anyway, um, because <laughs> GPG. Um, I do have some um, loose skin, but nothing really to worry me, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'll still, I'll still wear a, um, like a T-shirt when I go to the beach or when I go to Dreamworld or something like that and go in the water parks. But... Um, it's not hanging off me. Like I've, I've watched those, you know, my 600 pound life and thousand pound sisters and all that sort of stuff. And, and they lose the weight through the, the surgery and they lose that weight super fast. And they have so much loose skin. They need to get surgery to cut it off. I'm really lucky. And, and even though I'm, you know, 53, um, my skin has um, the elasticity or whatever. I don't really know. I've got loose skin, but nothing to worry about. And, and just with that, like, even though I've got, um, it, it's probably not fat, but it feels like it's fat because it's loose skin. I had a, a DEXA scan. And um, I don't know if you guys know what a DEXA is. So DEXA is like, a, it's not really an MRI, but it's a medical scan. So it's it's basically... Um, an X-ray? Yeah, low-level X-ray, full full body. Um but I've, I've given you some images for you to pop up and have where, a look at. It's later. where everything's in different colors, like the 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 muscles one color, the blood's one color, or the fat's one color, right? Like the yeah. predator. So, like the predator. Yeah, I, I, yeah. 
I like, Mary, your, I think I like, your, I like your way of thinking, sir. <laughs> I'm a nerd. I love Trek, though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you're I'll getting excited. I'm not. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so have a look at those and put those up later on because um, with, with the DEXA scan, I, I got that done um, three months into uh, the journey. So I didn't have one on day one, which I would have loved to have got. Um, but I got it uh, three months in at 160 kilos. So we get the point. Whatever that yeah. is in pounds. And I was that fat. So basically, it's like a flatbed, not a flatbed truck for you Americans. It's, it's a flatbed you lie on. And it's like a, a low-level x-ray. You can only get them every three months in Australia. And it goes back and forward with a camera, which scans you and then um, gives you a, not a 3D image, but like a, a flat image. But uh, you can see your bones and you see your skeleton, your muscle mass and your fat. And your fat comes out as yellow. Now, hopefully, when you do your post-processing, you'll see the images up there. But I, of course, was like more than half yellow. And I had them every three months. And every three months, you see just less yellow each time. And the difference between the first one and the second one is just amazing with um, you know, the colour. All the yellow is gone. There's just little bits of yellow around it. and Because that's the fat. It just basically melted off me. But the, the, the reason I did the, the DEXA scans was... Um, I really wanted a, um, a record of um, my body fat percentage and fat mass and lean mass and all that sort of stuff. So uh, with my health markers, I already talked about my shirt sizes and churches. So with the DEXA scan, um, when I had to do the first time, I was that fat, I couldn't actually remove my wedding ring. Now this is so loose now, it almost falls off. Like that's just my, just my fingers have lost so much weight in them. But anyway, I, I couldn't actually take off my wedding ring, which made it really difficult to go to strip joints and whatever. But anyway, that's a different story. <laughs> hey, someone got my joke. Woo! Tom's um, back. <laughs> wake up, uh, Tom. I'm paying attention, man. I'm listening. You just so heard the keyword he, strip. He's actually answered all the questions I was going to ask him anyway, so I'm just kind of chilling. <laughs> I got a couple more. I'll never go to strippers. Happily married, man. I, I like strippers too, but... As my dad would say, as my dad would say, happily married, just, just ask my wife. She'll tell you. Boom, boom. Anyway, um, so yeah, I was that fat. This, this is mind-blowing. I was that fat. I was outside the scanning area. So I was actually wider than the area that they scan. So what the technician had to do was basically cut my body in half, flip it so that he had as accurate as possible statistics, and then calculate, guesstimate my fat and my lean mass and all that sort of stuff that's how fat i was i couldn't fit in the scan that's pretty freaking horrible especially when that was three months in i'd actually lost 16 kilos by then 16 kilos 2.2 the 36 pound roughly mm. so i was 36 pound lighter and i couldn't fit inside the scan but that's just my embarrassing oh absolutely and with the my body fat percentage back then once i said three months in my body fat was 48%. So I was 48% fat. When that comes to the fat mass, so out of 160 kilo body, 81 kilos of that was fat. Just pure fat. A lot of Unbelievable. fat. Yeah, that's a lot of fat. And now, two months, oh, was that 21 months later? I'm down to uh, 16%, 15.5% was the previous one. Hmm. And 15.5% body fat, that's right in the middle of um, a healthy weight range. 
it's not bad. Oh, it's phenomenal. And and with that, um, with the um, the mass, now I'm only 13 kilos fat. 13.6 mm. kilos is fat mass, whereas it was previously 81. So that's a loss of 67.4 kilos. Ooh. Is there anything that you miss? For example, when you were big, wait, do we lose you? No. Okay, so I Oh, sorry, I popped the screen too. Yeah, no, um, sorry. Is there anything that you miss? Like when when you were big, did you have any kind of advantage that you don't have now? Like maybe like if you walked into a bar, everyone's like, "Oh, tough guy." But now when you walk into a bar, everyone's like, "Okay, let's let, okay, let's have a look at this photo there. Does he look tough? It's bigger than me." Bigger doesn't mean tough. That's oh, yeah. No, no, Inside that, that face, I've got a smile, but I'm still saying kill me. Like, oh. you know, I shouldn't joke about things like that. But look, you know, I'm not happy there. I'm smiling. But look at the, you know, the, oh, you might have the comparison photos later on. But yeah, the, the photo of me two years later is just a completely different person. Uh, but I don't miss anything. Like, um, no. I, the, the, the only regret I have is uh, not doing it earlier. I know that sounds corny, but it's true. <laughs> Jeremy, you asking a question? Put your hand up. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, at, at a certain point when you were 185 kilograms, what was the point when you said, well, you know what? God bless. I am. I, God bless I, me. Why am I? Uh, I, I have, I've got to do something about this or I am going to effing die. What what yeah, what, well. what was it like? When did you get to that point? I want to ask you, what were you doing? Where were you sitting? You know, what, 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 was, what was happening that day? And then what, what made you start this journey? Actually, I think I was between, I think I was between jobs. I'd been in IT and a contractor. I think I just finished my big contract that I had, which was awesome, which is where I met. No, no, that was before I met you because okay. that was, yeah, yeah. So I think it was before that, before I got there, yeah, it was before that gig. I think I just finished, I was at home and I was probably just eating junk food and just feeling sorry for myself. You know, I can't actually remember. And like I said before, I don't actually have a defining moment where the doctor said, you're going to kill yourself or whatever. I mean, I was, I found out later I was pre-diabetic, but I was never told, hey, you're pre-diabetic. And I don't know if that would have changed my mind mm. because when you're that, uh, un unless you are ready mentally to, to get on that yeah, journey, horse, whatever you want to call it, I don't think... You will until you're ready. It's just the way it is. You, you've got to tweak. Other times I tried to lose weight, but I wasn't motivated. I didn't have it in me. This time, man, like so motivated. Um, it, well, this is this leading into something I wanted to talk about was mm -hmm. when you when you have that when you realise that you uh, I was I was going to say slowly killing myself, but I wasn't. I was quickly killing myself. Really, right? Seriously, when you when you own up to it, I was. And when you accept that, you know, this is it, um, I'd lost all that weight before. I gained it all plus another 50 kilos on top to, to put on 95 kilos over 16 years. 50 I kilos thought, is a lot. That's a Japanese woman. That's on top of what I had lost. So I put on, I was at 90 and I went up to, I put on 95 kilos in 16 years. Um, it, you just, at the point where I'm, yeah, I, I'm almost lost words. 
I just sort of realized, I suppose this kind of realization, I'm, I'm killing myself. And if I don't do something about it, I'm going to be dead. And uh, yeah, mm. then there's no kids. Uh, so, you know, no dad, no dad, no husband to, to look after the kids. And, sure. and that gave me such a bigger focus, but um, it leads me to something I did want to make sure I discussed. And that's a goal setting, which is absolutely critical. Um, if you don't have a goal, you have no idea where you're going mm -hmm. and your mental um, focus needs to be so sharp because once again, if you, if you um, don't know where you're going, you're not going to get there. And also your mind is, is more powerful than you'll ever realize. Um, if you think you can, that's right. You will, you, you, you can, right. but also if you think you can't, guess what? You're, you're, also, you're also right. There's no yeah. way you're going to achieve it if you think you cannot achieve it. Hmm. But if you think you can achieve it, you've far more chance. And also, um, there's the old, the old saying, you know, aim for if you aim for the the um, if you aim for the moon, you hit the you hit the sky. If you aim for the sky and miss, you hit a rock. So yeah, aim high and 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 set yourself those goals and. When, look, my my initial goal was to get under 100 kilos. I didn't even think I'd be able to get under 90. I wow. just wanted to get under the magical 100. Because to me, that was like, that's line. You know, 100 mm -hmm. kilos, get to that. So that was, my, that was one of my first goals, was to, to get under the 100 kilos. And when you look at that, holy shit, I've got to lose 85 and a half kilos. That's... That's a whole human being, a whole average male human being I've got to lose to get to goal. So how do I get there? Okay, well, I created regular small milestones. Like, and I celebrated these every five kilos. Mm -hmm. It was, a, was an achievement. And every increment, 100, under 180, when I saw the scales go to 179.9, that was a huge achievement. Back now, I think, oh my God, I was killing myself. I was 179 kilos. Back then, that was amazing because the numbers were going down. So you've got to break it up. Every kilos I'd celebrate, but never have a, a food celebration. Mm. You do, you know, I used to do photos, which is what part of why I did the blog. I do a photo and, and I cut it into eight kilos. Um, once again, you've got some images, if you can put those up, that'd be great. On my first photos, I look at it and I go, my God, I'm so fat, but I'd lost eight kilos, which was a massive amount for me. Mm. Right. That's a huge, big bag of dog food. Like a big eight kilos, so what's eight kilos? That's um, a 16, 20 pound, roughly, 19 pound bag of dog food. Mm. But then I would do it again. Sorry? It's a lot yeah. of weight. I was carrying that around me. And then I do, when I hit 16 kilos, guess what? I have two of those bags of dog food. And when I got 15 kilos, I have a bag of pool salt. Bags of pool salt are freaking heavy. I used to carry that around all the time. So here's a photo of me picking it up or a video. I think I did the YouTube videos of that as well, picking up a bag of pool salt. I mean, that stuff's pretty heavy. Yeah. In the end, you know, I had a, I think I did, um, the biggest video I did was uh, 36 and a half kilos, which was my son. So that's pretty cool to, you know, to basically lift my son up over me and go, I've lost 36 kilos. But see, that was the key. I broke it up into, into small, achievable goals. And I did set times on them. And mm -hmm. sometimes I smash those times and sometimes I, I miss them and had to go, okay, look, yeah, that was a bit too aggressive. But it's very, very important to, to have those goals and also um, be kind to yourself when you go off track. 
Guess what? Every week you're not going to lose weight. Week three, I was pissed off because I'd only lost 200 grams. But guess what? Looking at the, at the Facebook groups now, everybody gets pissed off at work th week three because they haven't lost a lot of weight. And you're thinking, oh, I've been working hard. Guess what? That's your body. That's part of it. You're going to put on weight one week and you're going to be really pissed then. And guess what? Another week you're going to lose a lot more weight. Now, and if you go off track and you eat too much sugar or whatever, don't get angry at yourself because that is normal. You're a human being. You have faults. We're all human. And guess what? Would you get angry at a kid because they were falling over when they're running to walk? Of course not. Come on, get up. You can do it. Come on. Yes, you can do it. You need encouragement. Correct. Yeah. And who's the worst one? Yourself. <laughs> You're your own worst critic, right? Of yeah. course you are. Oh my God, I look fat. I'm so fat. I'm ugly. You're not. You're you. And guess what? Don't be harsh on yourself because kids fall over. But guess what? They get up again. And they might fall down a thousand times. But guess what? They get up again. You can't stop them. And within a month, they're running around into everything. And that can be you. You've got to learn from your mistakes. Try not get yourself into that situation again. Learn from it. Put in strategies, but don't be hard on yourself because you're a human being. And that's a massive way to look at things. What about it's fat shaming? Does fat shaming work? Oh, that's interesting. I've never actually said this, and you've got an exclusive here. Ooh. And I don't think I've even really told many people about this. <laughs> yeah, rub your hands. Um, I really want to feel like I should, I should shame the company that did it, but I won't. Because uh, I don't want to get sued by an international flight company. But anyway, so I was going for an IT job and I was probably at my biggest, like the 180 odd kilos, 400 odd pounds. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and um, like a lot of um, big um, airlines, big companies, they outsource uh, their IT. So I was actually right. getting interviewed by Company X, who do the IT outsourcing for this um, airline. And during the, the thing, he um, firstly asked me how old I was, which in Australia is actually a breach because that's discrimination. It's kind of illegal, yeah. yeah. Yeah, correct. Exactly, exactly. And then later on, he made a comment about, uh, you just need to lose a bit of weight. And I'm like, excuse me? Like, what the, seriously? But I'm at a job interview. He's in a position of power. What do you say? And also, Sounds like Michael Scott from The Office. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or Brent, the, the, Ameri the English office, the better version. But anyway. Um, and I was Debatable. just like a... Yeah. <laughs> That's another podcast. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, wow. And also, interesting, no one else in the room, every big company will have a HR person, a tech person, and maybe another person in the room being interviewed. They usually always have a HR person. And they didn't. So I thought that was quite amazing. And then as I was shaking the hands leaving, he made a comment again that, oh, you just need to be, you know, lose a bit more weight and then you'd be perfect. Or where's that effect? And I said, yeah, but that won't affect my quality of work. It won't really. Yeah. And I was just thinking, oh my God, I was fat shamed at a job interview. And I think it might've been a few months after I did actually decide it was fine. So I don't know if, deep down that was a good thing or not but 
mm. like I've never really shared that, but it's just amazing that in this world that you can have someone fat shaming you. It's just amazing. Hey, I, I did want to cover a few little things. Um, one thing that we're talking about with the goals, mm. I was going in preparation for this. I went through my old blog post and I found one from April, 2019. So it had been what that's uh, nine months into my journey. Now, back then I had these goals that I put in my blog um, and I set up two separate sections. I had lifestyle goals and weight goals, which is great because weight goals are awesome because you've got to have a, a goal to hit a certain weight and you put a date on it because otherwise, you know, it's not actually a goal. Now, my lifestyle goals was summer 2019 to 2020. So that's um, Australian summer. So that's around Christmas uh, was to go to multiple water parks and feel confident. Also, was a ride on roller coasters with kids. Okay. So I love that that I thought back then, even though we're still 18 months away, I had planned 18 months in advance to go to Dreamworld, the, the theme park down here, and go on a roller coaster. Because I had mm. never been on a freaking roller coaster with my kids. That's insane. You know, they were what, 15 and 10 back then. And I'd missed out on just part of growing up because I. Just, yeah, bar won't close, right? Absolutely. There's no way. And it's unsafe. The, the feeling of the shame. I mean, as it was, going on an airplane, that was actually one of my other goals. My next one was by April 2020, was be able to sit in an airplane seat without an extender belt. You've got to remember, like, for the last 20 years, I would have to do the, hey, excuse me, can I have an um, extender belt? And I go, sure. But you still get the walk because of the seatbelt won't fit you on the on the airplane. Absolutely no way in the world. Mm, and wow. you know they still, you know, everyone knows the fat guys getting the fat belt, uh, the extended belt. Like you can't hide that. You, I didn't even know they shame. had those. Oh God! Well, how do you think people fly in America? Sorry, America. How do you think <laughs> people fly? Sorry, we're waking Tom up again. Tom, Tom, you there, buddy? I've woken you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm listening. I'm listening, man. Taking notes. <laughs> He needs them. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, like I had to get an extension belt because, and also sitting in them is so tight. Like our trips overseas, guys, please put up the photo of me from 2016, I think it is, with me and my two kids on a plane on a trip overseas. I look like I'm going to explode and I got fatter than I was. And it's just, it's a horrible photo, but I keep it to motivate me to stop me from going backwards. And yeah, you know, I would have had to have the, the extension belt. I chose not to sit next to my wife so I could have a kid next to me. So that way I would have enough space on my sides to be comfortable and not have another uh, an adult next to me and encroaching mm. on their space and legs and tray tables. I remember having to have my son's tray table down and eating off his tray table because there's no way the tray table would come down because my gut was in the way. Right. I mean, that's the, that's the shit you live with. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, that was one of my goals was to not need an extender belt. And in July, actually, I went down and buy a secondhand Mazda MX-5, which is a Miata for you Americans, uh, for myself, and be able to fit comfortably. Note the terminology there, be able to fit comfortably. I knew, even though uh, I was on my journey, I, I, there's no way I'd be able to fit into an MX-5 because of my size. Mm. So... That was one of my goals, and I did it. I ended up buying that uh, MX5 about uh, January, February, so I got that about six months early. But I actually what color it. is it? Blue, it's beautiful. Cool, blue. cool. 
Yeah, yeah. And and like I can sit in there in their space, which is just amazing. And the, the NX5 has means a lot to me because before um, the kids were born, uh, I had an MX5 and we had a family car. And because the, the kids were being born, um, you know, I got told, sorry, suggested from my wife that, okay, you need to um, get rid of the MX-5. So I sold it. And I had probably three or four MX-5s over 10 years. As a wedding photographer, I used to love going around the MX-5. So they were really important companies. That was a massive goal. And then to actually do that was a, a dream come true. You're hitting and all your goals. Yeah, I smashed them. That was earlier too. That's so that leads, me, that leads me to my next question as we're going <laughs> down. We've been going for a while now, and I think- Yeah, no, I noticed that. Jeez, yeah. I'm wondering not falling asleep here. Um, I want to ask you, what's next, Terry? What, what's next for you? What are you doing now? What, what's, what's the future hold? Okay, so the big thing for me is, um, is obviously maintaining. Um, and I still learn all the time about what I can eat, uh, what triggers me, etc. So it's all about maintaining my weight. And I just love motivating others. So that's why I did the blog. Go to my blog, um, healthjourney.net.au. Join my Facebook group. It's, it's as part of that together. And I've got over 800 members in that group. So a big wow. shout out to you guys. What's um, the name of the group? Sorry. Uh, you have to go, have to search for health, health and journey We're going to put all your links in our show notes. So don't worry okay. about Beautiful. that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Back. That, was, exactly. that was actually one of, one of my big questions was like, since you've got this like amazing journey going on here, like have you ever considered maybe doing this as like a professional, either like a spokesperson for a diet company or like some kind of motivational speaker or something like yeah. that? Because like, yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, just, just, yeah, again, just check out the picture. Just look at the before and after and like, you know, yeah, well, I'm, listen I'm how positive this dude is. I'm a CSIRO, Total Wellbeing Diets, um, poster boy. So I'm actually, if you go to um, totalwellbeingdiet.com, the the how the the main page loads up with a photo of me and this other lady who lost some weight as well. So they're actually using me as that, which is fine. I'm happy to be an unpaid poster boy because I want to help motivate people. That's the thing. If I can motivate others and I think if I can help one person, inspire them to, you know, to make themselves better, to to make them um, you know, have a better life, whether it's losing five kilos or a hundred kilos or 150 kilos. I don't care. Like if I can help change people's lives and make mm -hmm. them that little bit healthier, then that's great. Like, I do have some uh, tips if I can just quickly do that before we go. Sure. So, we'll probably yeah. go after up. so I'll try and make these quick and get straight to the point. So the keys, and this doesn't matter if you're on the CSIRO, total wellbeing diet, or if you're following my fitness plan or Weight Watchers or one of the hundreds of different things or keto or whatever, the keys are the same. Weigh and measure everything. If you're supposed to be eating 100 grams of chicken, don't eat 110. Don't eat 130, don't guess, weigh it. Measure it. If you're supposed to have 50 grams of ice cream, have 50 grams of ice cream, not 70, because yeah, it might only be 20 calories here or there. Guess what? Over a week, you're not going to lose weight and you're going to mm. go backwards. Track everything. If you're on a diet, you should be tracking everything you eat and drink. If it's vegetables on the CSIRO one and they're free, doesn't matter. Track it. It's about habits. The habits you build now are what's going to keep you on track in the future. Choose what is sustainable to you. Um, to me, the CSIRO, total wellbeing diet, was sustainable to me. Some people might go, I can't do that. That's fine. What works for you? It could be keto. 
I couldn't do that because I like carbs. It could be intermittent fasting. There's no way in the world I could only eat in an eight hour window. Kill me now. Couldn't do it. Choose what's sustainable to you. Consistency is critical and is key. If you go over in your food units or you know your proteins or whatever, don't worry about it. Move on, accept it, record it so you know, but consistency will get you through. You might not lose weight this week, but in the long run, you will. Just weigh yourself weekly. Don't worry about the ups and downs during the week. Every week is what important. If you've got a lot of weight to lose, break it up into small achievable chunks. Like I said before, five kilos, and you get to the 180, the 170, the 160, the 150. Make it achievable and celebrate those. Take a photo of yourself. You know, if you're a lady, get your hair done, get your nails done. If you're a guy, whatever, just don't make it a food-related one. Don't reward yourself with food. And also, exercise if you can, but remember, exercise will not really help you lose weight. For me to lose 100 calories, um, I had somewhere here, I think it's like a quarter of an hour of a, of a, of a walk. So for you to lose 100 calories, which is, one Tim Tam, one tiny chocolate biscuit, you've got to exercise in 15 minutes. The vast majority of your uh, metabolism, MBR, whatever you want to call it, your energy is burnt from you just living. That's it. You burn calories while you sleep. Don't get caught up thinking, oh, I've eaten, I've eaten badly, but I can just exercise tomorrow. Guess what? You're not going to exercise tomorrow because you haven't made time. Don't find time, make time, because you will not find time. It doesn't happen. You need to book in times every morning. I wake up at five o'clock, I go for a walk at 5.45, I'm back at this time, that's my routine. If I think about it, I'll just sleep in or go on Facebook. No, get up, get up, do it, exercise when you can, if you can. My first six months, I did zero exercise. I still lost plenty of weight. Because I was a big guy, I was burning off, and I was diet. Diet is the key. Learn from your journey. Don't just sit there mindlessly following an, a meal plan. If you don't learn what you're eating, as soon as you're off that food plan, you're going to gain weight. Because you haven't thought about it. You haven't learned anything. And that doesn't matter if it's Weight Watchers, or CSIRO, Total Wellbeing Diet, or MyFitnessPal, or whatever. It doesn't matter. If you're not learning and changing to a new lifestyle, you're going to go back to the same things. That's what happened last time, and I put on 95 kilos because I didn't change my lifestyle. That is absolutely critical. Accept that some weeks you're going to lose weight, some weeks you're going to plateau, and some weeks, yeah, you're going to gain weight. That is all natural. That is just part of being a human being. And guess what? You weigh more in the morning. I'm oh, sorry, you weigh more at night time. So weigh yourself the same time every day. Everything after the dunny doesn't matter. A um, couple of more things before I finish. Understand that non-scale victories are just as important as weight loss. So non-scale victory is like, oh my God, I can actually fit into these pants. I haven't worn these pants for 12 months. That should be celebrated more than the numbers on the scales. It's not just about the numbers. Don't define yourself by numbers. Yes, I know, I talked about that constantly and I needed to 
to define myself by numbers because that was what I needed at the time. But if you can, try and get away from the numbers and look at your health um, markers and um, the, you know, your weight, uh, sorry, not your weight, your uh, waist measurements, things like that. It's very, very important. Uh, two last things, be honest with yourself. Are you actually tracking everything? Are you weighing and measuring? Because if you really look at it, that week where you put on weight, if you really look at it, did you actually record everything that you did? Did you actually weigh everything? And a big thing that got uh, me through was, um, as you'll see in the blog, is convert your weight to a visual loss. So look at a tub of butter. If you lose um, 500 grams, if you're Australian, 500 grams is what? A pound. That's a tub of butter. So if you're thinking, oh, I've only lost 500 grams, I've only lost one pound this week, go to the fridge, pick up a tub of butter, feel that, look at it, that's fat. You've lost 500 grams of that in one week. How long did it take you to put it on? Years and years and years. And you've lost 500 grams in a week. A tub of butter. So look at it from that. Um, 20 kilos is a lot. It's a big bag of pool salt. So look at uh, ways to visualize that loss. If you've got a cat or a dog, oh my God, I've lost the same weight as my cat or my dog or my kid or whatever. It'll make your journey so much easier. Any questions, guys? I know I've been chatting for a very long time. No, no, you're incredible, man. Thank you so much. Um, Terry, I do have one question for you. My final yeah, question right. is this. Oh, payment? Sure. So my bank account details. What? Uh, yeah, you can pay us. Awesome. What? Jeremy? Sorry. I brought something for you. I've got money in my yeah, pocket. Let's make it a double. Hey. <laughs> anyway, oh. Straight from yeah. Japan to you, pal. <laughs> Anyway, we hit record really an hour and a half ago. Yeah, Terry, Terry, every photo I see you in, you have a blue shirt. Every single <laughs> photo. I've got like 30 photos and it's always a blue shirt. You're always wearing blue. How many blue? No, no, no. Look at the front with my Homer shirt as well. That's blue. <laughs> it's blue, man. And guess what? My car's blue as well. I do like blue. There are a couple of shots I think that maybe aren't blue, but I think I do like my blue. But it's quite funny but that someone asked me the other day whether the, the before photo and the current photo are the same shirt. I'm thinking, are you seriously? Like, that <laughs> is huge. There's no way. Actually, sorry, what was that? You can just use clothespins like Homer and <laughs> just close everything up. Yeah. Actually, one thing to close by, I'll be back in three seconds. Hang on. Talk amongst yourselves, folks. <laughs> What's got going on here? I think he's just putting on pants. Hey guys, yeah, I, I, I usually take my pants off the camera, but um, um yeah, it's different. <laughs> We're all these naked. are these are my fat pants. I don't know if you can get them in the camera. Okay, more to your left. Holy smokes, you're like Jared. Holy sh no, no, I'm not like Jared. Thank you very much. I know his story. No, dude, people. he's 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 run in jail for reasons, man. Let's not bring well, that not up. Because of his uh, after school activities, I mean, he's like showing the pants, like Jared. <laughs> Look at that. That is insane. That's the 157 centimeters, 62 inch waist. I've never seen Those pants. They're very big. Well, the thing is, I paid a fat tax because they're so big. They, they pair of pants, put this way, I can buy a pair of pants now for, say, 20 bucks, 30 bucks. They're like 120, 140, 150 bucks, probably because they're so big. Mm -hmm. But that's insane. Like, I just got to show that. That's, it just still blows my mind about that. So thank you so much for letting me um, share my story. 
uh, to your seven listeners. Is it seven listeners, Jeremy? Yeah. Maybe uh, six now. They, they usually cut off after an hour. <laughs> I think oh, look. the bad shaming thing probably, we lost <laughs> quite a few people from that one. You, sh- you should have a big bump with uh, me with my pants off. Sorry, on. Oh, <laughs> on, off. Oh, on, off. Hey, look, whatever gets the more people, mate. But no, look, I've, I've had a ball. Um, it's been great to uh, share my journey. There's still a thousand things that I haven't gone through. Sorry to the people that in my Facebook group, I asked you guys to send me a bit of list of questions, but uh, we didn't get to that, but hopefully we covered everything you guys wanted to know. You're going to have to come back, man. You're going to have to come back. Uh, <laughs> I get paid that time? Definitely. Yeah, we get same amount. <laughs> oh, same amount. Sweet FA is what they call it in Australia. Yeah, I don't know if you call yeah. it America. Sweet FA, do you get that? Got it. Yeah, checks in the mail. <laughs> oh, right. No, that's awesome. Uh, uh, no. Terry, thank you so much for being on the show, man. <laughs> I really appreciate thank it. Thank you very much for your time, guys. Thank you for fitting in with my time because it's, it's 9.30 in Australia, so it's almost bedtime for me. Oh, all right. Oh, man. I've got um, uh, brie, 70 grams of brie, some biscuits, some Vita-Weeds, and some ice cream before bed. Got to love this diet. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're going to get that weight back, man. <laughs> We're going to have to keep your healthy, man. No, no, cheese is dairy, mate. That's my dairy serve. Oh man, Terry, thank you so much, man. We really appreciate uh, it. Thank you for having me on, and I can't wait to hear it. All right. Excellent. All right. Thank you, guys. Right. Cheers. Bye. And that's a wrap. Faders, thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Faded Japan with Terry. And um, yeah, I must say that was one incredible story. I mean, that guy lost over half of his body weight. That's incredible. That's incredible. And if you go to the Patreon page, you can see how big his pants were. His pants were enormous. They're enormous. When he was like throwing on all those numbers, like 300 kilograms or 400 kilograms and this and that, I mean, yeah, that sounds pretty big. You know, you're like, wow, God, he was a big guy. But then when you see, you actually see his pants. His pants were just massive. Oh my goodness. They were huge. I mean, his pants were about as long as my arm length. It's crazy, man. Super crazy. So, I mean, that's that's an incredible story and good for him. And um, I think if Tom and I ever put down the bottle, we would probably do the same thing. We'd probably lose over half of our body weight because I know Tom drinks about a six-pack a night, and I always have at least two or three gin and tonics and maybe a couple of beers and stuff. So I think if we put the bottle down, we would be super, super skinny. I mean, holy smokes, Tom, he might just disappear. <laughs> he might just go poof, gone in the abyss i don't know man that's crazy that's crazy yeah the got fit of japan diet put the bottle down <laughs> oh man well terry thank you very much for being on the show faders thank you very much for listening and i want to give a special thank you to all you guys that have been supporting us on the patreon page times have been really tough for all of us all over the world and you guys out there that's been supporting us you know what it's been incredible thank you so much um, yeah, you've basically kept this show alive. And um, yeah, on that, we, we sincerely thank you. And uh, for all you other guys out there that want to support the show, uh, go down to our Patreon page. It's in the show notes. Just click on that. It's uh, $5. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much like buying us a beer or um, a piece of cake every month. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just five bucks for you, but it means the world for us. Then there's so much content on the Patreon page now. I think there's, I think over like 150 listings, which is like maybe 500 kilos of fat. 
<laughs> fat for your ears and your soul to enjoy. Uh, definitely check that out. And um, if times are hard and you can't support the Patreon page, we totally understand. We got your back. We do have the Facebook and the Instagram pages. You can go there and check that out. We got lots of stuff up there that's updated daily. Uh, daily. <laughs> daily gold for your soul. So definitely check that out if you can. And um, another thing, though, I've said this a million times, and I'll say it a million more. Go down to iTunes and give us a five-star review and write something groovy about the show. It takes two seconds to do that, and it really means a lot to us, guys. Uh, it really does. So, um, geez, on that note, it's time for me to get a beer and a piece of cake. <laughs> I'm not on a diet. Not yet. <laughs> Faders, we'll see you next week. All right, peace. Oh, brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse, and... Lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.